3: CBS Radio Mystery Theater presents...
5: Come in. Welcome. I'm E.G. Marshall. When the pyramids were a thousand years old or somewhere about 2000 B.C., a tribe of wanderers dissatisfied for their own reasons at the restriction and poverty of their lives chose to migrate northward in search of a new and better life. The parallel between their migration and our own American drive westward is evidenced in the beginning and ending of this classic story. Damn you, Abe, I just don't believe it. It was Sarah's own free choice, not my doing. It had to be your doing. And when I tell you the real truth, you won't want any soil goods. She was my woman before she ever turned her eyes on you. That's a lie. You take that back or it don't make no mind who you are. You better reach for your gun. I don't take nothing back but what should belong to me. So reach. Mystery drama, The Mark of Cain, was written especially for the mystery theater by Ian Martin, and stars Ralph Bell. It is sponsored in part by Contact, the 12-hour cold capsule, and Buick Motor Division. I'll be back shortly with Act One. It is a magic moment. You are at your Buick dealer's, about to drive home in your brand new Buick Lesabre. It's lean and trim, classic lines. It looks quite unlike any full-size Buick you can remember. You get in. A heavy new car smell surrounds you. Your observer feels the way it looks, tight. You turn the wheel a little. No wasted motion in this car. Big brushed metallic gauges look back at you. That V6 engine is doing great. You rub your hand on the seat. Six people could be really comfortable in here. You swing into the driveway. Your wife, the kids, the dog, everyone with the parakeet descends in the car and gets in. Off you go to nowhere in particular. Life and your Nubus Sabre are great. Maybe the dog shouldn't sit on the seats.
0: This following message is brought to you by the South Louisiana Electric Cooperative of Homo, Louisiana. Being consumer-owned and operated, the electric co-ops of Louisiana are just as unhappy as you are about the higher cost of electricity. One of our biggest problems is the increasing cost of fuel needed to produce electricity and the Federal Power Commission's unreasonable requirement that Louisiana ship its clean, inexpensive natural gas to the north and east. Ask your congressmen and senators to keep trying to do something about that problem. That's one way to help bring your utility bills back down to a more reasonable level.
5: For fifty years among the plains states In the middle of the 19th century Cattle was king Then, bleating and buying their way from the middle states Came the sheep What a horse has grazed A steer can still feed on what a sheep has nibbled to the bare earth, no animal can survive off. So a war was declared by the cattle barons, but they were too wealthy and entrenched to do their own fighting. It was easier to hire guns for that. And the most dreaded gun in the West was a man named Cain Tuck. I'm out here on the street because you called me out, mister. What I want at the gaming tables fair and square. And I'll tell you the same thing about aiming to draw down on me, mister. You don't stand a prayer. I, I don't, don't move yet. I'm just left my hat. You see that mark? The white feather of hair over my left brow? That marks me as a cane tuck. That marks my reputation. So, I've given you fair warning. You draw down on me, may God have mercy on your soul. I give him fair warning. But why didn't his bullet on me? Pardon me, folks. Nothing more to see. Maybe someone better see to the dead.
1: Wasn't he magnificent, Papa!
5: Yeah, hey, you bloodthirsty little filly, I'll say that.
1: <laughs> like father, like daughter.
5: I'm not so sure I'd want you to be all the way like me, Sharon. Oh, how can you help it?
1: I've got your blood in my veins. You know, you think that man who calls himself Kentucky is something very special.
5: I see him as a killer, pure and simple.
1: Tell the truth now, Papa. He just might be the reason we took this side trip away from the railroad in Topeka. So you could talk to him.
5: If I did, young lady, it's business and you're no part of it. You should never have seen what you just did.
1: But having seen it, I will never forget it.
5: You'd better. Sometimes when I see what the lack of a mother to bring you up. Well, it's quite enough. We're going back to the hotel, and tomorrow morning we shall be heading for home.
1: But what about tonight?
5: Tonight, as soon as I settle you, I have business. Uh, if you'll excuse me, sir, I'd like to buy you a drink. Why? Oh, I have some business I'd like to discuss with you. I drink alone. Maybe you notice there's nobody else around me. <laughs> I'd still like to buy you that drink. Perhaps we can talk business in my room at the hotel. My card, sir. Colonel Jared Creighton, Venture Ranch, Colorado Springs, eh? What are you doing in this little tank town, Colonel? Well, sir, I was on Trooper Railroad back from the east, bringing my daughter home from school. I believe you're just the man I've been looking for. You heard of me? <laughs> there ain't many of us in the West that don't know your name, Mr. Kaintuck, Duck, and your reputation. And yet you'd still seek me out? Well, I'm here. Well, maybe I will have that drink with you, Colonel. So I want to offer you a job, Mr. Tuck. King Tuck, one name. Stands for Kentucky, where I come from. Oh, no second name. I shut that a long time ago, along with the power of other things. I do some wide and fancy roaming. One name's good enough. Maybe it's time he thought of putting down some roots. Who would want me? I wouldn't. What for? Oh, well, no, I mentioned my name was Creighton of the Venture Ranch, the C. that's our brand. Perhaps you've uh, heard of it. I mind. It's a mighty big spread. The uh, hind end of it is in the Colorado territory. been in my family for four generations since we cleared out the Indians. But now we got two other hostile groups aiming to move in on our grazing lands settlers and sheepmen. Well, you ain't alone. All the way down from the Dakotas to Texas. The settlers we can handle, but some of the sheepmen are raising a bigger ruckus than their stock. And they're mighty hard to discourage Yeah. I don't like any man that has anything to do with sheep. Well, I figured you'd see things like a right-thinking man. so why I wanted to offer you a job. You want to buy my gun? Oh, I can hire me a hundred guns. Same on the other side. And the war goes on. They just cancel each other out. What I want to buy me is full-time protection. You think I can offer that, You huh? think the name Cain Tuck can... I reckon they'll know enough not to tangle with you, and they'll stay off my property. There's a little more to my reputation perhaps you forgot, Colonel Creighton. Oh, what's that, sir? I'm a loner. I don't stop long no place because... Well, let's say I got itchy feet. <laughs> I'm gambling. Maybe that's because you never had an offer to stay on anywhere before in your... Well, in your business... That's why I'm making you an offer strong enough to maybe tie you down. You don't know the odds you're facing. I'm willing to take my chances, by God. Cursed from the earth, which hath opened her mouth to receive thy brother's blood from thine own hand, a fugitive and a vagabond shalt thou be in the earth. Hey, Doug. Hey, Doug, what is it? You all right? Ah. I've suffered enough. Well, I don't understand why. What... Uh... <coughs> There's nothing to understand, Colonel.
1: Looks as though he's not going to make it, Daddy.
5: My and train is pretty near departure time. I didn't figure him to let me down. I
1: don't see why he just didn't ride up here to Pika with us on the stagecoach.
5: Why, honey? He had some other business
1: Holds up. Oh, seems like old Iron Horse fixing the lead. Couldn't you get them to hold up just a piece for him?
5: Now, you know, it appears to me you've got quite a bit of interest in that King Tuck.
1: Well, he's almighty happy. Huh? And
5: kind <laughs> of old, for a little Eastern tenderfoot just finished his schooling.
1: He's not that old. I bet he isn't even 35 yet.
5: Oh, closer to 40, I'd reckon. Either way's far too old for you and outside your reach. Anyways, you've got a man waiting for you back home. Nina Patterson?
1: I haven't laid eyes on him for near five years. He didn't even have a beard when I left. <laughs> just a little old boy, same age as me.
5: Yeah, same as you is right, Sharon. Just so long as he's on our side, trying to get his father straightened out. Why, well, if anyone had ever told me that Elisha Patterson oh, would turn big,
1: him... he isn't coming.
5: Yeah, maybe just as well things I had on my.
1: Yes, he is. Here he comes.
5: Howdy. Colonel Creighton Well, the train's just about to leave I thought maybe you'd ducked out on our handshake I don't never back out on my word once given Getting just the right price for my horse held me up Well, we'd uh, better get on board Daddy Oh, oh uh, my apologies I reckon you haven't met my daughter My pleasure, Miss Creighton I'm honored, Mr. Tuck Just plain Kentuck, ma'am I got no family name Ain't got no family or home.
1: Well, looks like maybe you'll have some of both from now on.
5: Well, Keen Duck, are we joined up? You got me on a railroad. First time I ever traveled any other way... save ...saving old legs or horses. I never wanted it to come to this. But a man has a right and a duty... ...to protect his property. You're buying me to cut down any man who don't? No, sir. I'm buying you I hope to face down... ...and discourage man who might. For 20 years and more... ...we've had a cattleman's association, a club... ...you call it what you will. We've got to protect the grazing lands... ...the thread of sheep... The man I counted on most as my friend, my neighbor, the father, the boy I thought my daughter would marry to make a union between the two ranches, has turned on me, weeding out his herd and turning to that abomination of, of sheep. Why, we can no longer talk together, huh? Well, I've come to the conclusion that he, this man, can only learn by example. That's why I want you as my ranch boss. As executioner. What? If anyone won't toe the line as your representative, I force him to draw down on me. And when he does... No! No, I don't want the reality, only the threat, the pressure, the leverage. I don't want any killing. No. No one ever really does. You bought yourself just what you want, Colonel Crayton. I feel mighty sure I did, King Tucker can't help myself. It's the only way I have to go. My cross to bear. He sits there facing the colonel on the narrow train bench. Two coal black eyes as empty and deep as the bottomless pit. His young old face is placid. But a man looking at him objectively could imagine that beneath the sun-leathered skin, a thousand million nerves writhe and torture themselves. Who is he? This man who calls himself only Kane Tuck. I shall return shortly with Act Two. And you feel it coming up. And you've got no time for it. Catch
1: it. Before it catches you. Give your code. a To contact
4: hand is a little capsule. It's tiny, yet it contains enough cold medicine to help relieve cold symptoms caused by every known virus. Every known virus. It's contact. The same 12-hour contact you can buy. This year, contact with its tiny time pills will touch more lives, help more
5: colds, than any other cold medicine, tablet or liquid. Think about that the next time you're sick, sneezing, dripping, or clogged up. Then let us help you with real medicine, like contact. It works all day, all night. We're number one in the whole world. Take over the history. Give your call to contact. Real medicine
4: for real
3: calls. This is a car commercial with no sales pitch, no hard sell, no wild claims. It's a straight-out bona fide offer of $200 cash paid to you directly by Chevrolet just for buying a new Chevrolet Vega or Chevrolet Chevette before January 10th. Here's the offer. If you purchase any new Chevy Vega or Chevette from stock by January 10th, 1977, you'll receive a $200 cash bonus direct from Chevrolet. You'll get this cash bonus on any Vega or Chevette you select from your dealer's stock. You'll get this cash bonus no matter how good a deal you make with your local Chevrolet dealer. And you have the choice of applying the bonus to your original down payment or getting a $200 check in the mail. All you have to remember to get your $200 is to buy your new Vega or Chevette from your Chevy dealer's stock by January 10th. See your Chevy dealer soon. He who hesitates has lost 200 bucks.
5: Of the V-Bar C sprawled on two floors over a great area, massive windows opening to the glory of the faraway Rockies. Between the mountains and the house were miles and miles of prairie, grazing lands. This was Creighton land. That is, if it was not totally owned on paper, at least by grazing rights established for a hundred years. Till the railroad brought the settlers and the sheep. West. You sent for me, Colonel Creighton? Why, I sure, can't uh, Come on, join me. Sit down and have some breakfast. I already ate with the hands of the bunkhouse. Well, then, sit and have some coffee. Mm. You all shook down and settled? I reckon. Anything else you need? Nope. except, uh... When do I take over? Well, no hurry for that, son. I mean, Buck Willis has been my ranch boss a long time. No sense rushing him off to pass you. (laughs) Besides, I... I got more important plans for you right now. All right, shoot. Yeah, now, I'm hoping it won't have to come to that. I'm kind of trusting to the sound of your name and your reputation to avoid bloodshed. Who's pressing you, Colonel? Keduck... Just look out from this room. That's Creighton land out there. It has been for over a century. And that's cattle land. Now they call us cattle barons, but the real royalty is that steer you can see in clumps wherever you look. Long or short on. This is his land. And now there's a power of people trying to encroach on what me and my forebears carved out of the wilderness. And I don't take kindly to poachers. I want to drive them off. With one gun. If it's a big enough one and packs enough power, those are coyotes feeding off what men have the courage to conquer. You face them down and they'll run. And if they don't? Cut them down. Where do I start? Oh, I'll give you all names. There's just one I want you to lay off of. And that's who? Lash Patterson. Why? For 25 years, we were friends. Close as that word mean. Why, his son and my daughter promised each other. We were going to partner the ranches, make us the biggest spread outside of Texas. And then what happened? Oh, well, uh, give him this much credit. The drought has hit him bad these last years, but I never thought he'd turn to sheep as the answer. I still hope to drive some dirt, do head through the I'll tell you something too and You hold it just between us. And I'll tell you the same. I carry enough secrets myself already. I have no need to take on any more. Uh, one reason I went back east to bring Sharon home was I needed to check with them fancy eastern doctors. Make Plum sure. I ain't got long to leave. And I aimed to make certain sure my daughter's future is secure. I thought I'd set it up through an I should the son Enoch. Now I got to hedge that bet. You take your gun and your reputation into battle and you save the venture spread. And someday soon, I'll promise you at least a part if it's going to be yours. Easy, boy. Easy.
1: No, Mr. Kinto.
5: Miss Graydon. Just... uh. Plain cane Talk, like I
1: told you. I
5: like it. And you can call me Sharon.
1: I wouldn't reckon that's my place, Miss Clayton. Easy, boy. Easy now. Easy. Why do you keep avoiding me? You've been here a while. I never see you. I've been busy. Oh, I know. I'm surprised you have time to shoe a horse.
5: I always shoe any horse I ride myself.
1: You like to be a lone wolf, don't you?
5: I never said I liked it. It's my way of life. You're a strange man. Yes, sir. Better that way.
1: Are you telling me the stories are true?
5: What stories would those be?
1: Oh, Lou Peterson, up at Colorado Springs. He got shot in the head and his house burned to the ground.
5: If you're asking me, did I do it? No.
1: But everyone says you warned him off. Told him to build a fence to hold his sheep in.
5: Yes, ma'am. do
1: oh, you mean yes. Did you tell him that?
5: I surely did. I'm your father's ranch boss. It's my job. It's
1: not your job. Buck Willis has been ranch for us ever since I can remember. Yes,
5: sir. Will you stop saying that? What? Yes, sir. Why?
1: Because it pretends to be something you're not. You are not inferior to
5: me. I never did say I was.
1: Well, you just want to put me off.
5: Put you off what, ma'am?
1: <sighs> Will you stop toying with me? I want to know what's going on.
5: I don't know what you mean. Oh, come on, Kentuck, You think you're pretty tough.
1: Well, let me tell you, so am I. I am not the nice, genteel little lady my father sent east to turn into. I'm Western-born and bred. for all my daddies want to put a brand on me, I'm a maverick still all the way. You know why I'm back here?
5: Sure enough, to marry up with Enoch Patterson, so the V R C and the Circle P ranches can join up and be the biggest spread north of Texas. That is my daddy's idea. But Enoch and his
1: father are too soft to hold a dynasty here in our country. It takes a man to hang on to what he's got and fight off a coyote, a man like you.
5: No. Now, what do you mean, no? You said it before. Oh, maybe for just a moment I thought I could rest, but uh, you nailed the truth on the bomb for me to read. I ain't no ranch, boss. Just what I've always been. Well, what have you always been? A killer man. No. The the in my own defense, yes, in spite of me, in my own defense. What are you trying to say? I don't say? reckon anything I could say would make sense. I wish I was just like any other man. I surely do, but the way things are... Really? I've been looking everywhere for you. What are you doing down at the corral? you
4: going riding?
1: Really? you I just talking to Kenton?
4: Oh, yeah. Hi.
5: You're the new hand. Ranch boss. Ranch boss? Well, I thought. It you... don't matter. I, I got things to do. Excuse me, ma'am.
4: So that's the big bully boy. Shh. shh, shh. Be careful. Of him? The big mouth of the gun? Why? He's no big mouth. You better respect his gun. I got no respect for any hired gun. You know what they say he did to Lyle Peterson and Scrimble Shaw? shot him from ambush. You have proof of that? No, but he called them out, and knowing his reputation, they wouldn't shoot it out with him, so...
1: So? What?
4: So you shot him in the back. What else? Either way, they didn't stand a chance.
1: I don't believe Kentuck ever shot any man in the back. I'll never believe it.
4: Why not? It's the way he makes his
1: living. I don't believe that either. Everyone knows it. I don't. Well, you've been away in the East. Yes, and a lot of things have happened since I've been away. What? Well, things are a lot different between your father and mine. Well, things
4: are changing on the range. We we have to move with the times. Well, you and yours can make your own moves.
1: Why can't you leave my daddy alone?
4: We'd like to. If he'd leave us alone... But how does he interfere with you? Sharon, I didn't come over here to talk about... I ask you a question. Well, damn it, Sharon... He thinks he owns a whole territory. He's got to wake up to respecting his own boundaries. But it seems to me you're the one who don't respect him. Sharon, stay out of men's business. Your father only holds title by law to a tenth of the land he claims. The rest is anyone's territory.
1: Well, for a hundred years, nobody ever claimed it. Why now?
4: Come on, Sharon. You've been east. It's a growing country. People are pushing out. Well, they don't have to bring those smelly old sheep. The land's drying up sheep can live where cattle can't but wait a minute this has nothing to do with us has it
1: but it's all so so different now Enoch
4: because our fathers are feuding
1: well that and and, and what
4: it isn't that cane tuck Sharon don't be taken in he's no good
1: I can make up my own mind about that
4: he's a killer a gun that's all his hand against every man, and every man's hand against his. You don't know him. I know his type, Sharon. He's marked for what he is as surely as he's marked by that white streak in his hair. Well,
1: he can't help that.
4: Sometimes I wonder even about that. But for the rest, well, he is what he is.
1: Well, you talk mighty big behind his back.
4: You want me to set his face? No. He can call me out. I'm no stranger to hand on a gun. Now, you
1: just stop it, Enoch Patterson. That's enough. Just go on about your business and leave me to mine.
4: Well, what about us, Sharon? When are we going to be married?
1: Or are we? For heaven's sakes, Enoch! Would you give me a chance to settle back in? Anyway, right now, till our fathers work out their differences. It's no time to talk about that.
4: Oh, by heaven, Jared, I've had enough. You can't dictate to me. Any more than you can to me, Elijah. You cancel that ship and the sheep or you're going to stir up blood. The only one who's going to stir up blood is you, Jared.
5: With your hired gun, the rest can be talked out. There's nothing to talk about. This is cattle country and I won't have it profane. You I... can't stop progress.
4: We're both businessmen. Our first duty is to survive. I have to bring in the sheep. You regret. There are a lot of things in my life I've regretted and will live to regret. I don't see this as one of them, except for, for the children. Don't tell me i a of the, the, the city city. City. You must you visit those sins on the children. Good. Let's face ourselves and our responsibilities. Neither of us has much time left secure what we have, and make the
5: children's future safe. No, sir, not by marrying my daughter to a man who betrayed his friends. I won't answer that in kind or in unkindness, as I move
4: to do. Just let me favor one point. If you won't give
5: Sharon willingly to Enoch, who else in this still wilderness community would you offer her to? To a man who has enough guts to protect her and her inheritance and the force to back it up. To the man named King Tuck? A renegade? A killer, an outcast? I do not judge him that way. Then you are blind. Look at him closely
4: the lean, dark, haunted face, the restlessness in him. Look at that shock of black hair with the white plume streaking up above his left eyebrow. You think that's accident? Oh, We all turn gray. We both are. Not that way. To me, that is a special sign. As vivid as the mark of Cain.
5: It is said in Genesis, chapter 4, verse 15, And the Lord set a mark on Cain, lest any finding him should kill him. Is King Tuck a Latter-day Cain? Is he the killer that he has represented? Has he no saving grace? I shall return shortly
3: with Act Three.
1: Think about it. Is your fire extinguisher within easy reach, and do you really know how to use it? Last year, over two and a half million kitchen fire victims wished they had thought about it. Unfortunately, many small fires that start here in the kitchen turn into devastating blazes. Underwriters Laboratories field engineer Ray McNabb says that's because people try to fight kitchen fires with water.
5: Cooking fires caused by fat, oil, or grease should be smothered, not soaked.
1: The best way to smother a fire is with a fire extinguisher. Only problem is, most folks hide their extinguishers.
5: They serve no purpose hidden in a closet or in an area where a fire may start, like above a stove. Place it where you can see it and grab it. Remember, get everyone outside, call the fire department, start your extinguisher and... Aim the nozzle at the base of the fire, sweeping from side to side. And watch out for a reflash.
1: Think about it. A public service from UL and this station. And I love you people
3: travel service
5: Behold thou hast driven me out this day from the face of the earth and I shall be a fugitive and a vagabond in the earth Genesis 4:14 4, and a man named King Tuck migrated from his native state to end up in the territory of Colorado. A man who was a wanderer by destiny and a killer by trade. And who, for the first time in his life, was about to be offered the love he had always been denied. You're
1: so quiet tonight, Lush. What is it?
5: Got a load on my mind,
1: sir. Well, we could always share before, as husband and wife. Why not now? It ain't woman's business. Which means fighting
4: and killing. What else isn't? My darling, there was enough of that in your life, wasn't there? I thought we'd been able to bury the past, but it seems we haven't.
1: Why, Lush?
4: Well, Jared has signed himself on a new hand, a bully boy. Already, though we can't prove it, this man has been guilty of or at least responsible for the deaths of three, maybe four of those of us who oppose Jared.
1: Oh, why do you let him get away with it? Why don't you make up a posse? Run this hired killer out of the territory. <laughs> why not? Except
4: that we consider ourselves men of honor and abide by the rules of our society. As I said, in most cases, we can't prove he killed a man, and in the one case we can, it was a uh, Fair fight.
1: Fair fight. Like my Abe was killed all those years ago. I thought we'd put all that behind us. Oh, darling, Lysha. Yes, of course we have. You know I'm all yours. You're my only true love. And that Enoch thinks of you as his own father. Even though... Lysha, it... shush, shush.
4: That's past history. Trouble buried and forgotten, just as I want you
1: to forget the ones I brought up today. But I'm afraid for you. If you're not next, you must be on the list. And you're no gun handler. I'm less afraid for
4: myself than I am for Enoch. Why him? Well, I think this gunslinger, though he's old enough to be her father, has caught Sharon's eye. And with Jared turned against me the way he is, he just might favor the Kane tuck over Enoch. The who? Kane tuck. The name he goes by. The only name he uses... Probably afraid to let a body know his real one. What, what is it, sir? You've gone white. Why is it cheat? You all right, honey?
1: I'm all right. I... Tell me, would this King be at the Venture Ranch today? I reckon why? Nothing, nothing. I'd just like to see what a real killer looks like. <laughs>
5: Can't hold up. Check, boy. Check. Anything wrong, Miss Creighton? No.
1: Where are you headed?
5: Oh, just riding out a piece. Mind
1: if I join you?
5: i kind of hankered to be alone. Oh, that's
1: not polite. Don't you like me?
5: That's beside the point.
1: Then can I ride with you?
5: If you can keep up, you yeah.
1: Kentuck, you're dead wrong! Sharon! Sharon! Sharon. Sharon. Yes? Are you all right, Sharon? Oh, Kentuck, I declare. You called me by my given name. Oh, never
5: mind that. Are you all right?
1: I never felt better.
5: You little fool You almost lost your head When that horse hit that gopher hole
1: I lost my head A long, long while before that
5: What are you talking about?
1: You First time I ever saw you I fell in love with you Now Oh, why do you run from me, Kentuck? Why do you run from the world? A
5: man does what he has to
1: Until a woman changes his mind Can't I change yours? Hold me the way you did when you carried me to this place. Hold me close. This time, instead of touching my lips with water from the stream, kiss me, my darling.
5: Kiss me. Sharon, I am not for you. I am not for any woman. I'm I'm like any man who sinned, even more so. I'm an outcast. I have no right you to... You have every right to this oh,
1: there there now tell me you don't love me after that I do
5: but there can't be anything between us or between me and anyone you don't understand Try me.
1: tell me who are you what are you running from
5: I never thought to speak about it again, but here with you, I begin to wonder if maybe I... maybe I could be forgiven the crime that's stained my whole life. You see, there were the two of us. Me, the firstborn. Dark, lonely man. Words come hard, too. And my brother Abe. The opposite. Golden hair, eyes blue... It was everyone's favorite my mother Eve my father Adam My name was Manning we had a farm I worked in the fields and with the horses but Abe he was the shepherd because we had the biggest flock of merinos in Kentucky my father's pride and joy Abe and the sheep everything come easy to Abe and hard to me except one thing a girl named Sarah, and she and me, we loved each other so much, I lost my head, and I took advantage of her once, and things were never the same again. She turned from me to Abe, and that way everything that lay between us, buried, come to life. Hey, hi, big brother. What brings you my way? I've got some things to talk over with you little brother so join me some coffee it's good and black and strong and smells of sheep <laughs> is that so bad my loving brother whose answer always turns away wrath. Oh, come on what are you so hard about what reason to jump on me now what reason all my life a fair-haired boy who can do no wrong the chosen <laughs> what do you mean the chosen it's been obvious enough all our lives I got to break my back in the fields while you have it easy herding these dumb animals. Not that I'd want your job. Well, then why complain? Have I ever before? I don't know. I always thought we got along pretty well. Why wouldn't you, since you always had the best mama's boy? Now, wait a minute. the apple of our father's eye. You sniveling little toady, you don't care for church or Bible spewing any more than I do, but you have to go pretend every Sunday just to keep in mom and pop's good graces. Well, I don't have to answer you how I feel about God. As for keeping in mom and pop's good graces, even if I didn't feel my own fool to religion, I'd never try to hurt their feelings. It's little enough return for all they've done for us. You know what's really got stuck in my craw and brought me here today? Sarah. Oh why she she's spoken to you yes and I won't have it I'm the elder ever since you were born you always got the best of it but taking my woman I won't stand for well, Sarah's own free choice not my doing it had to be your doing and when I tell you the real truth you won't want no soil goods she was mine before she ever turned her eyes on you. Now, that's a lie. You take that back or it don't make no mind who you are. You better reach for your gun. I don't take nothing back but what should belong to me. So reach. I stood there, the gun still smoking in my hand. And I looked down on my fair-skinned brother whom I had slain. There was a black fog in my mind. I was more than half mad. I was blind and deaf to a world I wanted to turn off. And suddenly, that great and terrible voice first sounded in my ear. What hast thou done? The voice of thy brother's blood crieth to me from the ground. And now art thou cursed from the earth, and I shall set a mark upon thee, lest anyone finding you should kill you. I left my home, covering my tracks, took only the name Kentuck to myself, and have wanted ever since every man's hand against me, waiting and praying for death. Only that's the one thing the Lord will let no man bring me. Poor Kentuck, No wonder you hide from everyone. But you can't hide from me. I gotta. It's time for me to move on again. Then I'll go with you. Now, don't tempt me. You won't get the chance. Here, What are you doing here?
4: I saw you follow him, so I followed you. Now,
1: you stay out of this.
4: Oh, No. This is showdown
1: time. Oh, what do you mean? You can't treat me like some kind of possession. Where I go, what I do is my own business, my own decision. It isn't only you.
4: There are other people to protect against this man.
1: What other people?
5: My father. I don't want him shot in the back like the others. Now, boy, you listen to me and listen good. I shoot no man in the back. I don't have to. Face to face, no man can kill me, so don't get any idea. I already got him.
4: I'm calling you out. And I warn you, I'm nearly 20 years younger than you and faster on the draw. This time, you met more than your match. Don't try to test it. Tuck! Don't you
1: do it! Enough, keep your hand on your gun. Tuck. Sarah. You still recognize me after all these years.
5: You. still recognize me? If I didn't know you any other way.
1: I would know you for
5: the mark you carry, the mark of shame. Yes. Twenty years I've carried it. Is there no way I can wipe it out? You could repent and ask God to stretch his hand out to you in mercy. Why should I? Since he was the one who wrote his vengeance on me. You were
1: born a killer.
5: You want to live as one? I was born like everyone else. I was made a killer. And since I am doomed to kill anyone but myself, I ride a hard, lonely road. I ask nothing from anyone, and I give nothing in return. Forget him, Mother. There's no saving him, only the rest of us. You can't save us, Enoch.
4: Why not? He's old and tired and ready to be taken. And he deserves to die. I'm calling you out again, old man. Your time has
1: come. No, Enoch. You are no match for him. Doc, Doc,
5: I beg you, don't do this thing in God's name. In God's name, I have no choice. Okay, boy, let's have done with it. I've traveled a lonely route long enough. Sharon offers me sanctuary and home at last. I'm ready to fight for it, even if you have to die. Your own son! Go for your gun! What did you say?
1: You took me against my will. The son I bore was not by my present husband or by Abe, who never even knew me.
5: Enoch is your own flesh and blood. Don't. Don't draw, son. Await. no. Too late. If I can't
4: have Sharon, damn you, you never will. For her sake, we're all better off
5: dead. Draw. No, God, please, no. Not kill my son. Have I not suffered enough? Have you no mercy? I couldn't draw against my my own son, so. My dear Lord, let me come home to rest at last. as it should be a daughter. Take my son and become my daughter and live in happiness. You never drew your gun. Thank you for drawing yours. My son, for now the end of a, of a long road that had no ending. It's here. I can go to my real... My real home.
1: At last. I I killed him. I killed my own father. No, Enoch. You brought in the chance to reach for God. To live hereafter. I never knew him. I always thought <laughs> he meant nothing to me. Except I never killed a man before. And I hope never will again. But you couldn't have killed a man who would thank you for it more. Look at him. Look at his hair. What? Black. All black as it was before, when he was young. The white feather. The mark of his crime against God is gone. At last we can all find peace.
5: our God may be a God of vengeance, but he is also merciful. I quote Ecclesiastes 12, verse 1. Remember now thy creator in the days of thy youth, when the evil days come not, or ever the silver cord be loosed, or the golden bowl be broken. Then shall the dust return to the earth as it was, and the spirit shall return to God who gave it. I shall be back shortly. Wonderful baby, living on love.
4: The Sandman says maybe he'll take you above. Up where the girls fly on ribbons and bows. Where babies float by Just counting their toes While some babies float by Counting their toes This country endures a reported One million cases of child abuse every year And at least 2,000 children die At the beginning Or is it the end It goes in and comes out And starts over again Oh, you're yeah. Volunteer groups and child abuse crisis centers can help prevent these needless, painful deaths. For more information on child abuse and how you can help, write Prevent Child Abuse, Box 2866, Chicago, Illinois, 60690. What will you do today that's more important? A public service message of this
0: station, the Advertising Council, and the National Committee for Prevention of Child Abuse.
5: you have heard will not have been exactly new to you. We have retold it in its present form because it is as basic and real and true as humanity itself. The story of Cain and Abel is from chapter 4 of Genesis. We have, with reverence and some license, brought you a modern version because we truly believe that 4,000 years have not changed one iota, basic conflicts, and human relationships. The Bible, its story, and its teachings are as alive today as they were 2,000 years ago. Our cast included Ralph Bell, Marion Seldes, Ian Martin, and Bob Caliban. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. And now, a preview of our next tale. He flirts with death. Why? Why? that night and every night I went to the gilded cage and I sat there breathless in a state how else can I say it delicious terror as the lethal knives flew through the air and came to rest against but not in her body forming a deadly halo around her head a lethal collar around her neck finally one evening scarcely knowing what I was doing I found myself backstage at Monsieur Delacroix's dressing room door I got there, I I could never tell you. I'm basically a very shy person, but there I was. And before I knew it, I had knocked on the door and it opened. Radio Mystery Theater was sponsored in part by Buick Motor Division and Contact, the 12-hour cold capsule. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant...
0: This is 87 W.W.O. in New Orleans King Edward Cigar Time is 7 minutes after 8 o'clock Today in business Saudi Arabia gets ready to start pumping oil I'm Ray Brady reporting on the CBS radio network The Middle East Economic Survey, a highly respected oil weekly, reports that Saudi Arabia is getting ready to boost its production of oil. The pumping will start going up in the first quarter of next year, the weekly says, rising from 8.5 million barrels to 10 million barrels a day. The rise is a key move in the Saudi Arabian decision to fight a 10% price increase by the other oil producers. Saudi Arabia is raising its prices by just 5%, and a heavy flood of its oil, such as its planning, could force the other nations either to ease up on their price increase or to cut back on their own production. More after this. I'm Walter Cronkite,
5: CBS News. 1976 wrote many new and important pages of history as the Supreme Court wrestled with capital punishment, and it seemed bribery had become a way of life for some American companies overseas. It was a political year and a bicentennial year. Join me and my CBS News colleagues for 28 reports on 76 in Review, our first weekend special of the new year, January 8th and 9th, on the CBS radio network.
0: Still on oil, the chief executive officer of the oil exporting countries was asked today if the other oil-producing nations might hold their increase in prices to just 5%, the same boost as Saudi Arabia. The executive then said it was possible that the oil cartel might hold a special session to talk about oil prices. That oil news, along with rumors of a split in the stock of IBM, gave Wall Street a real holiday kind of session. The Dow Jones Industrial Average swept upward by nearly 10.5 points to 996.09. Volume was pretty good, over 20 million shares. And Townsend Brown, the second of the investment firm of Woodstruthers and Winthrop, says so there was a lot about today's market that's bullish. Well, it was a generally pretty much across the board rally. The uh, motor stocks were active. The blue chips were, were active. There also were some
5: secondary stocks. I would say that it was a, a generalized rally. The, for example, the uh, advancers were about two and a half times as many as declined. And
0: the up volume was around 14 million versus only 3 million on the downside. You can't just pick a single group. It was It was a general, very strong market. That brings the market, of course, to within four points of that 1,000 level, a level it has reached and then tumbled from many times this year. But Brown is optimistic. The party's not over. We've got a ways to go here. And what the market is telling us is that both economic and political news is favorable. President-elect Jimmy Carter says he'll decide by the end of this week on the outline of a program to stimulate the economy. Carter says that that program, once it's unveiled, will include a tax cut and a jobs program. In Miami Beach, it's turning into a chilly winter for guests of the luxury hotels being struck by the Union of Hotel Service employees. The latest of the hotels struck, the massive Fontainebleau, today began hiring non-union maids, waiters, and bellmen. The Oceanfront Hotel, booked solid with holiday vacationers, is the seventh resort hotel in the Miami area to be strike bound. Recapping that stock market, the Dow Jones industrial average today went sailing up by roughly ten and a half points. The blue chips were especially strong, with Exxon up by a point, General Motors up by one and an eighth points. A lot of the market's entire move, though, was sparked by rumors that IBM may split its stock. The computer company itself finished out the session at 277 and three-quarters, which means its stock was up by more than six points on the day. That's Today in
2: Business. I'm Ray Brady, CBS News. And we're back. Well, tax season's here, folks, and you know...
4: Hi there. Whoa,
2: where'd you come from?
4: April here to tell you about the tax filing software from TaxAct.
2: Seriously, were you, like, hiding behind my desk?
4: Seriously. TaxAct makes it easy to get your maximum refund.
2: Well, you heard it here first, folks.
4: Switch to TaxAct today, and you can start for free.
2: Or as we say in Radio Land.
4: (laughs) (laughs) subtle act. tax act file for less and get more
2: restrictions apply price at at filing subject to change see taxact.com for details in business you rarely hear the expression for life you make a purchase for a product for a service and and there's a there's a time frame there well that's not the case with awaken 180 weight loss